0: Hello, 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 and welcome to uh, the Jamie Heath Coaching Podcast. Um, this one isn't uh, an unsolicited opinion podcast. I wanted the next unsolicited one, I can only just say it. Um, I wanted the next unsolicited opinion one uh, to have guests' appearance. Um, and because I was away last weekend and I've just had a bit of a, a manic week, which I'll go into in a second, um, it means I haven't, haven't got a guest ready which um, I'm hoping to have on a much more regular basis. I think they will be very, very fun. Um, So obviously the whole point in the unsolicited opinion is essentially to get our opinions across and hopefully they're a bit controversial, which makes it entertaining. And hopefully you don't agree with them all as well. So it gets you up on your high end and then you reach out to me and tell me what a dickhead I am. (laughs) No, but um, yeah, that's uh, gonna be for another day. And like I said, they're gonna be entertainment based as well as fitness based. because as much as I want to be dishing out the knowledge, the knowledge, um, I do find just much more relaxed approaches where you don't need to get your pen and paper out as if you're getting your pen and paper out. But like, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. And for you, you guys who like to walk whilst listening to a podcast, I want to be number one. I want to be numero uno. So um, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. Um, so it's been a busy week. Very busy week. Um, I've been very fortunate, very lucky, although I think luck comes from an opportunity where down the line it comes across as luck, whereas actually it's actually something which is quite uh I can't I can't think of what the words I was gonna say. Basically you make your own luck. <laughs> and it luck isn't random, essentially. It's just not. Um and it's some it's a decision that you made down the line, which is now presented itself like it's random and luck, but actually it's premeditated. That's what I was looking for. Premeditated. And the only reason I remember that is premeditated murder. Not that I'm going around killing anyone at the moment, <laughs> at the moment ever. Um, so yeah. So I was really fortunate because I went to New York, went to New York for 48 hours. Um, yeah. You heard that right. That's including flights. So I have a client and they're actually a good friend now. And he, invited me onto his jet plane. Um, I knew when I was going to be back again. If you got the reference, well done. Um, yeah, so jumped on. He was really he was really sneaky about it because I had absolutely no idea really what to expect. Um, and I was asking him questions about like the flight over, is there entertainment on the planes and stuff? Because I just thought I was going to be flying economy. I didn't think anything else of it because I've always flown economy. Um, anyway checked in did the whole waiting for my gate board and then went went to boarding um I was actually one of the last people on the plane um and you know what they say when you get onto a plane if you turn left you know you're 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 on the old upgrade and I only turned left didn't I so I had a lovely experience of upper class on the way out and it was just an unbelievable experience the only problem now is though I've been exposed to a lifestyle I don't want to give up so uh <laughs> but I'm gonna to have to give it up because um I think what I think they're like what for three and a half to four grand these particular ones. So I was like, yeah, I think I'll uh, allow that one for the time being. Um, But yeah, it was just an utterly unbelievable experience. So it was six and a half hours over. I think it took us about an hour to get to a hotel. We went straight to sleep, woke up about four, four, half four in the morning in us time. And then we had a full 24 hours to cram in as much as possible um, where we did, we ran around central park, Times square, empire state building um that was pretty sick just in new york it's just unbelievable uh then went over to the brooklyn bridge then we took the subway (laughs) the subway not the tube uh we took the subway to ground zero uh from there we went along the hudson river and then the chelsea market where we found a nice um bar had a couple of bevies then I got a little wash because it was sweaty. It was 32 degrees and humid. I didn't think it was, it was like um Asian heat. So you know that heat, you, if you've ever been to Asia, like um like Sri Lanka or something like that, when you step off the plane, that heat that just hits you, it was just like that. It was unbelievable. Um, So we were quite sway, so I had a quick wash and then uh, went to a rooftop bar and basically that was the day and it was unbelievable and then flew back. Fortunately, I didn't get up class on the way back. Only premium economy, still pretty decent though. And uh, plenty of legroom. And then that was my experience. So, yeah, it was amazing, absolutely incredible. And if you're somebody who has never been state like myself and is thinking about it like I was, um, I mean, obviously, I had a very fortunate um, opportunity to, and I was able to do that. But put it, put it at the top of your places to go because it was as good as you probably think it's going to be. It really was. And then to, on top of that, I've just moved into my new apartment, which is amazing. Um, I've got so much more space now. I've actually got a room, which I don't know what to do with. It's currently the cardboard box while I've got a new desk and TV and stuff. So all of the packaging's in, in that room. So it's worked out quite well because it means that I can keep the uh, flat quite tidy. But um, already I'm seeing my productivity improve and environment dictates performance. And this environment is definitely going to dictate my performance. And I'm going to have an, a, an incredible upgrade on... Um, or my performance, I'm sure, by being here, which I'm really excited about, um, as I want to be the best. Um, I want my standards to be as, as high as they possibly can. Um, and I think for myself to achieve that, I need to be in an environment which breeds that. And I feel like this move to the flat has definitely done that. And so far, so good. Uh, I'm not completely moved in yet because obviously the New York trip was over the weekend. So um, I'm going to do that over this weekend. And then we've got the Champions League Tomorrow. Uh, around my mates who is a Liverpool fan so I'm being the bitter Arsenal fan that I am I'm going to be wearing a Real Madrid top and supporting Real Madrid so yeah hopefully that happens (laughs) it's not so much that I want Real Madrid to win I just want Liverpool to lose (laughs) Um, and then yeah that's pretty much you up to date Uh, in terms of training uh, it's been very on and off but that's all about to change from Monday Uh, I know it's ridiculous I always tell my clients to start straight away Um, but I've, I've got everything all planned out Um, I'm getting back into full tracking, taking everything seriously, um, a full commitment. And my standards are going to be at the very top in which they can be, which is a nice little segue into the topic of today's podcast, which is standards. Um, So standards will dictate the results that you get or, yeah, essentially the results or lack of results that you get. And you, you essentially have two types of people. I'm uh, just going to have a sip of the Ultra Gold here, actually. Um, it's the best flavour now for Munster. Um, it's better than it's better than the white. Yeah, so there we go. Um, bear with while that goes down the hatchet. So, yeah, so um, standards. So you've got high standards, the person that's going to do everything that they possibly can to achieve the goal that they want. And then you've got minimal standards, which is putting in the bare minimum effort to achieve a goal. So it probably comes as absolutely no surprise that the person with the highest standards is going to be better. And I think standards obviously comes down to where where you hold yourself and you want to be a high achiever. And to to, to have high standards, you essentially need to be better than you were. And you need to be on this continuous pursuit of growth. If you want to do the bare minimum, that says a lot about potentially what you want to achieve and where it is on your priorities. Somebody who's got high standards, obviously that's a high priority. So if you want to become your ultimate version, then, and that's a high priority, your standards are obviously going to basically every, every action, every behavior, the majority are going to be directed towards that. And it means that you're going to find that you have far less excuses. You, you see things as a choice, a decision, as opposed to something you have to do. And you always weigh up the pros and the negatives with each decision and you own that. Um, So like, here's an example, right? So let's just say I've got somebody in front of me and their progress is quite slow. They're quite frustrated, Um, but we're talking. And they're reviewing their week, which so with my coaching service, my clients do a few things. So they track data every day and that's a mixture of objective and subjective data. Uh, It takes three minutes of their day. So it's not overly time consuming um they obviously have to track their food again it's not time consuming so you just track when you eat and then you have to track your training which isn't any extra time because you track whilst you're training and then they do a end of week check-in which takes five to ten minutes so all of that if you spread it and do it as you should do like do it so you do three minutes a day with your coaching sheets you track your nutrition as you go you track your training as you go and then you have your sunday check-in like that's really easy now somebody who tells me that they haven't got enough time to do that it tells me that their standards aren't high enough for them to achieve the goal that they've said that they wanted because everybody has enough time to do that. Nobody, nobody has such an efficient day that they cannot take three minutes away from their day to track data. And there's a complete difference from making an an excuse and a a choice. Now, remember an excuse is just you letting yourself off and, and, and basically telling yourself that it's okay not to do something so if I was like oh you know what I'm really tired that's you giving yourself a reason not to do something and being okay with it because you've basically um validated you validated it in your head being like yeah no that's fine you're too tired so you don't need to do that but that that's that's not a reason that's an excuse like you've made a choice and that's what's really important as you start wording things differently in your head, like you've made that choice, right? So anyway, so that that's that's a really prime example. Another prime example, and I'm, I can always tell where somebody's standards are is with the way that they check in. So their check-in essentially is reviewing their week and they're putting in what went well, um, what they've struggled with, and there is a question in there it's like, right if you um, were to do your week any differently. Would you do it different? Right. And let's say somebody hasn't made loads of progress. And I've seen there's a few gaps in their week, but they've actually said, no, I wouldn't change a thing. That to me is like, right, their standards are low. Um, another one would be like, let's say their target of step count is 70K for the week and they've done 68K for the week. And they reviewed and go, no, I'm really, really happy. I got really close to my target. Again, you've got a standard issue because you're not going all the way. Like for me, if I've got a target set, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to at the very minimum, get it. And then I'm going to surpass it. And it's like the same with your protein targets, the same with your calorie targets, the same with your training, like training and another one, I sometimes get, okay. So I wasn't able to get all of my training sessions done, um, but I got three of the four done. So it was, it was a fairly good week. I was like, well, it's not because you haven't done the program. And I always tell my clients with this, it's like, look, your program has been written out because you said that this is the amount of time that you're going to be training per week. So if you're falling short of that, then you're not going to get the results that you want. So that's something that needs to be addressed. Whereas on the flip side, I'll have a client who's got very high standards. They're surpassing all of their data. They're compromising when they're eating out and going on socials. They're making choices. And they're telling me in their check-in the what they were thinking when they were making that choice. They were like, I, I chose that I wanted to go out and socialize, but I also made sure that I planned everything in advance. I, I chose the thing that I knew that was going to have which was going to allow me to make progress this week because that was more important to me than the meal out. And that's again, another thing is like thinking long-term people with high standards think long-term and they're happy to wait for their, their gratification. People with lower standards need that immediate gratification. And remember long-term gratification. Um, it means immediate sacrifice. Immediate gratification has a long-term sacrifice. And like an example of that would be like, i do not smoking. Like you don't know, like you, you, down the line, you could, I mean, you can obviously die of anything, but like that immediate, that immediate gratification is of like relaxing and obviously having a nicotine hit and all the the emotions that go with smoking, but then down the line, it's going to obviously have some pretty big impacts within your health. So that's, that's basically the standards thing. And it's like, if you want to get these top tier results, which I'll be honest, is majority of what my clients want. So People who join the hybrid human generally are people who already train or have trained, have been in shape in the past. They may may have dropped off because their lifestyles changed a little bit. Responsibilities have changed quite a lot, but they're somebody who enjoys training. They know they go training. They've probably done a bit of research themselves, um, whether that be now or in the past. Um, And at some point they've been able to maybe grow a bit of muscle, but not as much as maybe they want. They maybe don't get as much results and progress with the effort they put in that they feel that they should um they're probably aware of the foods that they should be eating whether they're doing that or not is a completely different matter and the standards in which they have before they're jumping on on the hybrid human is obviously way lower than what it needs to be um like that's the top sort of person who does join and like they've got themselves into a fairly good position um like they're better than somebody who doesn't train at all um but they don't know how to push past that and obviously that's and then obviously they jump on the hybrid human and then we, I introduce them to obviously the targets that they need to be hitting. And then obviously their standards increase. And that's, a, that's the sort of person who would work on the hybrid human, but you, there, there's still a big divide in terms of like your standards. And it comes down to what you want to achieve and understanding the impact that's going to have on your life. I I received the message just today where um, I've got a client way in a hotel and he said he did, he has to take a second glance at himself in the mirror. And he compared it to his very first photos to where he's at now. And he had a a super proud moment. And I was like, mate, this is what this is all about. It's about these moments where you're like, shit, I have achieved something fucking incredible here. Like, this has been tough. Like, you've had to make sacrifices. You've had to make time to do things which you weren't making time beforehand you've had to completely adjust and change the way that you you think and as a result you've achieved something which is far greater than you thought was ever going to be possible but then you're like but look how good and how good you feel look how good your life is and then you start to realize well actually it's that feeling that's actually going to create happiness and fulfillment not like materialistic things not going out and socializing like socializing yes that's really good and that is what um, I would say is a high quality of life, right? But you don't always need to have the, the the alcohol and the high calorific food to go with it. And if you're coming at me and you're saying you do, then that's, a, again, that's, well, that's a belief system. That's what you believe, but then you can't have the best of both worlds. And that's not to say that you can never go out and eat really good food and you can't overindulge. I do it, I do it fairly often. Um, but if you're trying to do it at a position where you're trying to attain something, then you can't, you have to compromise, you have to, you can't, you can't just constantly go out and do the thing that you were doing before you're trying to achieve that high top tier physique, so like that's crazy to think that you can continue to do the same habits that you were doing that got you into this mess to get you out of it, it's just absolutely mental, batshit crazy, so you have to then increase those standards, right, and I think that's really important, and it's really, it's again, it's perspective, it's you going into yourself Right, what's important here? Is it the food and drink? I'm going back to socials, is it the food and drink? Or is it that I'm spending time with my friends? Is it, is it that I'm spending time with my family? And you can compromise obviously on how much you're drinking and what you're drinking, the amount of food that you're having, the food choices that you make. But the, the, what I always say is, look, I, I, when I look back, I never look back and go, fuck me, that was a decent Domino's. I'm glad I smashed all of that XL in one go. I never do that. I never look back and be like, but I'll look back at like um, a feeling I had, um, especially like if I was on holiday, photos that I was in, um, how I look in a certain photo and knowing like the confidence that I was feeling at the time and that I was able to get fully involved the way that my body performs. I think that's huge. I think people overlook that. Like if you just switch your perspective to uh, instead of being like constantly like, I want that end result and flip it to, oh, I want to be able to be really strong. I want to be very athletic. I want to be able to move really well, like have agility, be quick. Um, and this is something that's really, something I've really changed with my own perception of fitness as well, because in your 20s, you, you take things for granted, as you always do. But believe me, when you hit your 30s and you still want to keep up with your 20-year-old self, you do have to start like thinking about this. And for me, I play football on a Monday night. And one of the things that has really kind of made me realize what I really want is to be able to stay at the top of that level for as long as I possibly can. So I take great pride in being able to keep up with people who are 14 years, my junior. And I think that's cool. Cause I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is, this is mad. This is mad, but I'm, I'm actually like, I think we are probably the most senior team in our Monday night league. Um, and I'm able to, I'm the, I'm the runner in the team. I'm the one who everyone's like, oh, he's the fitness guy. And I was always that guy in my 20s when I was doing triathlon and, and then I was playing football. I always had the engine on the pitch to keep running for the full 90. And the fact that I can still be that person, that's cool. And I love that. And for me, that that feeling is priceless. And that that goes alongside, so that like you can see, it's not just about the body composition thing. And yes, I want the body composition to go with it. And when... In later podcasts i will talk about what i want to achieve with my physique um because i am going to take things to another level but the the way that my body performs especially for, for when i'm playing football for example or when i'm doing a 5k for example like that's i'm not going to compromise on that because that's something that is really important to me um again i think i've just gone on a bit of a tangent there and i don't really know where i'm at but i think again it's about the high standards. And then it's prioritizing what it is that you want to achieve. And there's, like I said, getting close to something and trying to get something with bare minimum effort says a lot about you. And it's not a good thing, if I'm being completely honest. I think your mindset should be at a uh, win at all costs type of thing. And if you can't give something up for a limited amount of time, relatively speaking, because even if your goal, let's just say it's going to take you a year to achieve your goal, I'm not saying that is you could. It might take you 12 weeks. It might take you six months. A year it might even take you longer. It depends where you're starting from. But let's just say that you do have to um, compromise a little bit more during that time frame. In the grand scheme of things, if you're going to be living to 80 plus years, what's one year? What's one year for you to really ramp your standards up? Because then what will happen is you've achieved your goal. You've got these high standards. But then, when you get to the, the maintain phase, so once you've got past the attain phase, which is where you are literally having to compromise on a few things, and those, and like your standards will never drop, but like you can relax things a little bit, you can pull back. And then you, but you'll you're always stay in shape. And then you're only ever going to be like eight to 12 weeks away from your best shape again, which is, is cool because not only do you know that you're only ever going to be eight or 12 weeks away, you know exactly how to do that because you've been through the process already. Um, but you have to compromise on that initial year or six months or wherever it is to get your standards to a point where that's always happening and you're always at the top of your game. And then when you get to the maintain phase, you're still at the top of your game. But let's just say you are you'll you go through periods of pulling back for the year and then pushing things again. And it will just but you always feel positive. You'll always be in decent shape and good nick. You'll, you'll feel alpha you'll feel um you'll have that leadership quality you'll have that feeling of respect um and these are the these feelings are far superior than looking in the mirror and seeing big arms six-pack chest lat spread don't get me wrong all good love that um never get tired of seeing photos and decent nick it's it's obviously that's what's going to build confidence and that's something that we want to have and aspire but it's what that brings it's that respect like i said it's that respect it's that confidence it's it's all of that that comes in between right so that's what you should be focusing on as well as like the actual physical side of it and then just having that mentality of continuous growth and getting you out of this cocoon of you only being able to achieve a the self-imposed limitations and actually understanding that whatever it is that you actually want to achieve is something that you can achieve, but for you to achieve that, your standards do have to increase. And for many people, for you to initially get to those sort of standards, the added accountability of somebody else is, is key. So like I said, the type of person that is on the hybrid human doesn't necessarily have a knowledge problem. They know they need to train hard. They know they need to train X times a week. They know what foods to eat, or at least they kind of know, they know what sort of lifestyle they should be having. They know sleep is important, but they can't do that. Like they struggle to hold themselves accountable to that. Whereas if you have somebody to hold you accountable who tells you when you need to kind of look, come on, you need to kick on. Like you like having having an off week is fine, but you're an off week's turning into an off month, which is turning into an off year. Like you're not going to get your results that way, are you? So you having somebody to be like, right, cool. That was an off week for X, Y, Z reason. We can't let that be an excuse for this reason to be the same. And then it's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Let's kick on. And that's not to say it's not going to be like, it's difficult. That's why people aren't walking around in top tier shape all year round, all the time, because it's difficult. But by having that added person to hold you accountable, who's got the blueprint that you need. So you have full trust in the program that you are doing. That's, that's, that's the difference. Um, and if that is something that you feel that you need, that is exactly what the hybrid human offers. And the hybrid human is got two philosophies really. It's combining your top tier physique with a lifestyle that you want to live. And that lifestyle will come from you being able to manage your socials, but also be on that, that, that road of continuous growth, which is gonna increase the opportunities that you see in your life. Think career, think family, think friends. And it's also the ability to combine training and weightlifting with a sport. And that's basically the philosophy of the hybrid human. So if that's something that you feel that you want, you want that top tier physique, you finally want your efforts to show the results that it should, you want to understand what it means to have a top tier physique, a mindset that is continuously growing, that is always allowing you to progress, then head over to my Instagram, Heath underscore coaching, drop me a message. Let's have a chat. Let's see where you're at. Let's see what you're potentially struggling with, what it is that what, what you want to achieve and um, see if you're a good fit for the programme. And all it is, let's just have a little chat and see where, where you need to go, what direction you need to go in. Um, and that concludes the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope it was quite insightful and it kind of got you thinking about what it is that you need to be doing to achieve the goal that you want. And um, yeah, like I said, if you want that addition of accountability, if you want that guaranteed result, um, you know where I am. Come over to my Instagram and we'll go through that. So yeah, right. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're doing. Um, if you're a Liverpool fan, sorry, but not sorry. And um, I will catch you in the next episode. Um, yeah, adios.